Go ahead and tell your story. What happened? All right. So about 20 years ago, I was around three or four years old, and I lived in Connecticut at the time with my family, my two parents and my brother. Um, I was a toddler, and I was sleeping in between my parents, like toddlers do. Um, and I wake up, and there's a portal or a dream bubble that's revealed in front of me. It looks like my family kitchen at the house that we lived in at the time, but slightly different with different decorations and things like that. Um, I remember that there was this woman in the kitchen. She had straight, long black hair, and she was kind of doing chores in the kitchen and milling around like you do in your house. And then all of a sudden, this humanoid alien-type creature comes in from the basement or somewhere else in the house, and he kind of sneaks up on her and takes a knife off of the night rack knife rack and I remember just being like really scared watching this and feeling like just like trapped um this creature had long elongated limbs and features it was kind of like a gray green color I don't really remember the face or even if it really had much of a face at all um I do remember that it wasn't wearing any clothing uh the humanoid creature takes that knife off of the rack and then he approaches this woman from behind in like a threatening kind of way um, it leads her out of the scene, and I remember trying to get the attention of my parents, but they were stiff and, like, rock-hard solid and snoring really loudly, almost like it wasn't real that they were snoring because they normally didn't snore so loud. Um, I couldn't wake them up, and I couldn't see their faces. It was like they were stone or something like that. Um, I remember then this creature kind of reaches out of the portal and it has this ripple effect, this visual ripple effect that I see. Um, I don't really know the purpose of them wanting me to see my house or this situation with them threatening this woman. I think that maybe it was just to show me that it was like a threatening situation and that I had to apply, um, you know, be applicable to it. Um, but then I felt just like super afraid and alone. My parents were like, frozen they pulled me through this bubble and then we weren't in the house anymore I remember the creature led me down this long narrow hallway and I could see things going on in all of the rooms the hallway had this sort of industrial look it had like a gray green sort of light it was cold I remember this humanoid creature took me in this empty room it was like kind of barely uh furnished with like I think a, almost like an interrogation room um, and they sit me down, and they wanted me to drink juice. It almost looked like orange juice. I know it sounds really silly, but that's what it was. Um, the rest is a little bit fuzzy, and I can't really remember if I drank it or not, or if I were sedated or anything like that. Um, but I don't remember going down the hallway again or even, you know, traveling anywhere else. But suddenly, I remember being back in my parents' bed. I was really confused and really upset. I tried to wake them up again, and they were still like rock solid and immovable in place. It had their backs toward me as well, and it was just really strange. Um, I then ran to my oldest brother's room to tell him what happened. Um, and my parents and my brother, if he were still alive, could just back up the story, which just kind of makes it more real in my mind, especially because it's so vivid and because I actually never remember my dreams. Um, so the next day, the time of me extremely like, distressed, and I had green spots from the jumper that I was wearing when I fell asleep. Um, I know it just sounds really crazy, but it's true. And like I said, my parents, they remembered it. They remembered me questioning me and like asking me what happened and all this kind of thing. So that's my story. <laughs>
So we'll, we'll start from the, the beginning with the creatures. So talk about what they looked like more. And I want to also touch on certain topics of it, like the temperature of wherever you went, because I feel like that's really compelling is, is the shift in temperatures is really interesting. So mm -hmm. tell me to start off, tell me about the, the beings. What did, how tall were they? What did they look like in detail? If you can remember any of it. I mean, at the time I was super small. Um, my mom is actually only like, five foot and I didn't even realize how short she was until I got older so to me this thing looked like it could have been like you know definitely over six feet maybe seven definitely a lot taller than this lady that was in the kitchen at the time but I mean I was a toddler so that it's kind of hard to answer but it was like this long almost like a slender man type of figure if that makes any sense like thin, elongated, I don't really remember a face, definitely not wearing clothes. Um, and it's like this gray green color, like if you had mixed like a pistachio color with like gray would be the color. And then tell me about the temperature when you went to wherever it is that they took you. So tell, tell me about the temperature. Being, it was just cold. I don't know how else to describe it as other than just being cold. I just remember being very cold. I'm really interested about how tall these things were. I think that's really compelling because there's actually a photograph on our Facebook page that I will pull up right now. Um, I don't know if you have access to our messaging logs while you're on um, while you're on the phone with us. So would you be able to look at a, at a picture if I sent it to you? Yeah, definitely. Okay, let me let me um, send really you that. In, yeah, I'd be interested in seeing that because I mean, I've looked in the internet for my own curiosity, and I haven't been able to find really anything that seems legitimate. It all kind of just seems like bogus alien garbage, <laughs> um, and you know, like with the big eyes and things like that. But it's not really what it looked like. It doesn't look like any other images that I've seen. So if I saw something that looked similar, that would be really interesting for me personally okay they're coming your way now this is the cl this is actually a photograph i'll tell you the, the, the details behind it but let me pull up your messages here between us and there okay, you are cool. there you are let me send send those this way catch file um so there's one of the two well technically it's just one photo but the second one is zoomed in on the figure Oh, there you go. Send. I'm, look, I'm looking at like a forest. Right. The second photo is the, the zoomed in part. Okay. Let me see. Oh, my God. Close. That, yeah, that, that kind of looks like it. I mean, I don't remember it having, like, I just got kind of a chill on my neck when I looked at it. Looks a little Ooh, bit. That's really bizarre. Yeah, it kind of it it looks it looks kind of like that. I don't remember it having obscenely large eyes or anything like that. Um, I honestly just don't really remember the face that well. But the overall figure and it looks like it's pretty tall and that it's thin and it has thin legs. Yeah, that kind of looks sort of similar to what I had seen. Where did you get that photograph? So these this photograph is. Let me scroll down to it. 
Come on, computer. Um, actually, more like internet. Uh, oh, so... yeah, this, makes, this like, gives me a really weird feeling to look at. I don't know. I'm like, I, like my eyes are starting to water looking at it. It's a freaky photo, 100%. Okay, here's the, here's the details behind yeah. it. So, originally it's published... <laughs> yeah, originally published on November 8th, 2013. It's also up on the screen for our viewers if you're watching outside of Spotify. Um, originally published on November 8th, 2013, a group of young hikers insist they had photographed an extraterrestrial creature in a dense forest in uh, Bulgaria. The group were hiking in a word that I can't pronounce. It's a it's a region, uh, a large meadow between the mountains of Rila and another word I can't pronounce. When they came across the mysterious creature, well, that's, so that's basically all the details that we really have on it. Uh, they they snapped the one photograph. They got it on on the camera, and that's the only details we know about it. All college that is kids. Bizarre. Yep, and Let me see if I can see it in the. Oh, now I can see where it is in the photograph. Like I couldn't tell just looking at it to begin with, but I can mm -hmm. definitely see. It. Oh, it is eerie. Like standing off and in it the fog. Like it, it is. It is very tall. Yeah, it had to. It. It was definitely considerably taller than this woman. I mean, like typical height for a female is like five five or something like that. So at least like over a foot taller, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you always hear about the little ones, you know, everyone talks about the little, little figures, the three foot tall beings, but this... No, this one was like, like basketball player tall. Yeah, it's, it's freaky. It not being a little alien. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that, that photo freaks me out. I originally posted this story on Reddit, and there was one person that was saying how it sounds like a childish dream or something like that, and then somebody else made a comment that how, like, aliens can mind warp. And how if it were something that was more complex, then it wouldn't have been something that I would have understood. And that kind of resonated with me because I've had my own doubts about this, um, this whole story, you know, because it is really strange. And then you do think, is it a false memory? But then if my parents remember it, my brother remembered it, then, you know, how can I doubt that? And for someone that's literally so young, then why would like how would that come about i just don't understand another strange thing that might you might find interesting is that after that in all of the photos that were taken of me up until i was around seven years old i never looked at the camera like i was always looking to the side and i've always kind of thought that maybe that was some kind of strange thing of like not looking into the camera of after being abducted by aliens i'm really not sure but it's kind of a theory that I've had, like all pictures of me as a child. I'm never looking at the camera after that age until I was around seven. It's a really, really it's a really weird phenomenon. Let me tell you, like, have you heard of the, what is it? The, the local one that happened here. The, there was a movie made after it, uh, fire in the sky. Have you heard of it? Heard of it? No, I haven't. I have not heard of that movie. So for those who watch us, we're based out of Phoenix, Arizona. And Phoenix, Arizona is uh, very well known for its UFO sightings and all that kind of stuff, especially after what happened in 97 with the big lights in the sky that literally flew over the entire city and everybody saw it and filmed it. And everyone's like, yeah, we all saw it, you know, giant light thing in the sky that hovered over Phoenix for a while. Um, but anyway, Fire in the Sky is out in, there's, there's a national forest out here and there were there were loggers out there doing work. This was back in the 90s, I believe. 
And no, it was farther back. It was farther back than that. Um, but anyway, I think it was 1980s. And these loggers were heading home. And as they were driving home, they were all in a truck. They piled in a truck together. And as they were driving through the, the area, they noticed a disc in the sky. They decided to follow it, which I would have done as well. Um, and they followed the disc, and it actually dropped down onto the uh, onto the forest floor. And so they actually got out of their vehicle, approached it, looking at this metallic disc that was sitting, you know, in the forest. And one of the uh, loggers approached it and touched it with his hand. He got blown backwards. Uh, you know, big flash of light. All the other loggers panicked. They got in the car and they left him because they thought he was dead. You know, they just saw a big flash of light. His friend went flying off into the, into the air, you know, and they thought he was dead. So they packed in the truck. They drove back to town and they said, hey, you know, they, their buddy didn't show up. So they went to the police and the police went out there with a big search party and they never they couldn't find him. And they, you know, they looked everywhere and then they started to be like, all right, these these other loggers killed him. You know, so they started questioning them. They're like, all right, man, we know you killed him. You know, this UFO story is, is nonsense. You know, it's be, be real here. We know you killed him. And they all they all passed lie detector tests saying that, no, the disc in the sky that we saw was real. You know, what happened out there on that night is really what happened. And then five after missing for five days, he he's found alive naked on the side of a highway. And he Bizarre. says, yeah, he remembers what happened and he says and he you know came forward and said no those five guys that i was with that night they're telling the truth what happened that night is true they didn't hurt me and i went up in this spacecraft and they did some tests and the last thing i remember after waking back up was being on the side of the road and the thing shot off into the sky and it's a wild story and that was here in I Arizona. I actually heard of that story. You said that there were loggers. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Here in Arizona, in a very, it's a very famous UFO case. It's it's really freaky because it's all it's all backed up. All these different people saw it. You know, I mean, what six people saw it? You know, it's not like one person coming forward with this. And then he was missing for. It was yeah, it was Travis Walton, and that took place in 1975, and November 5th was the day he went missing. It's a wow. yeah. It's it's like these these stories aren't uncommon, you know. And I I really don't think you should really be afraid to talk about it because a lot of people are experiencing these things, and and I it can't just be chalked up to a uh, a couple of crazy backwoods people, you know. It's 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 much more than that at this point. It's a very weird phenomena. So yeah, and I mean, like I'm a reasonably rational person, so I don't know. It's just and and just to have such a detailed dream or whatever memory of the situation just is very uh, it's very haunting to me for for a lot of people like we always got to reinforce this that um like your experience it, it's what you experienced whether you know it is real or not it's what you saw it's what happened to you and that's what we're here to mm -hmm. listen to we don't you know, we're not we're not going to tell you that you're you're batshit crazy because more than likely <laughs> you're not. Like, we we've heard some pretty outlandish things, you know. <laughs> and 
you know, stories of people encountering Bigfoot, stories of people encountering UFOs, and and stories of people encountering ghosts or, you know, sleep paralysis, whatever it is, like, everyone says that they think they're crazy or someone tells them they're crazy. They're not, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. I... Well, I, def- I, I believe in it. Uh, after that, that experience, I've always believed in it. Not that I've, you know, been super out there with it, but... I mean, you think about how big the universe is and it would just be really crazy and almost like just human narcissism to believe that there's nothing else out there. There's a lot of weird stuff out there, 100 percent. And there's too many accounts for us to just be like, eh, it's, it's all nonsense. There's there's just too much. And especially who was Daniel? We had a guy on named Daniel. Uh, that was episode 27. And... He, I love talking to Daniel, and he told us a story about, he never talked about it until he basically came on the show. He had never spoken about it publicly or like to other people outside of his immediate circle because. I mean, that was like the similar with, with me because, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you don't want people to think, think right. what they're going to think. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the, that's the worst part about it is because then people never come forward and all these people thinking just sit on sit on it for years and years and years and just think about you know like oh you know it's it's all all nonsense but daniel's story was really awesome because this happened back in the 80s so this was over um you know so it, it was in oregon it was in north oregon this, this one was uh, in the cascades i believe and then his second story was in mount hood so this is central oregon yeah, and he he had an, an experience where he basically had seen a Sasquatch in within a very close distance while he was camping in a very remote area, and he the only the only reason that he actually decided to come forward uh, now about it after all these years is because he's really you know he's 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 not working anymore and you know he's he's much older now and he said that you know he's like I really don't care what people think now at, at my age he's like well, people want people think I'm crazy and you know they're gonna think I'm crazy but he said that. <laughs> The reason that he's never second-guessed himself about it over all these years is because there were three other people with him that day that saw the same animal. And, you know, people will tell you, like, oh, you saw Sasquatch, it was a bear. I hear that all the time. Uh, it's just just people are seeing bears and freaking out. Daniel's like, nah, every day, I, I've, I was, he, when he came on the show, he said literally last week he talked to uh, one of the people that he was with the night he saw it. And he asked him about it. And he's like, hey, you remember that one night in the, uh, the Three Sisters Wilderness Area? And he goes, like, it was yesterday. I remember exactly what we saw that night. And he's like, it was too close, man. It, it was too close. It was too big. You know, it, they got too, they had such a clear look at it. They know 100% what they saw, you know. And then yeah. once people start coming out about this stuff, all of a sudden you have thousands of accounts of people that are like, actually, I've seen that too. You know, this I, back in the seventies, I saw something in 2005. I saw an animal out in the in really deep wilderness area. And uh, a friend of mine whose dad was the head of the forestry service thought it was all crap for 30 years when he was working out in the wilderness. And then one day he found footprints in such a remote area. He was like, yep, changes whole perspective on it. So I think it's really important for people to get out there, share their stories. So other people can start talking about it and then you can, patterns and understand that it's not just it's not just something in people's heads it's not something they're making up you know there's there's something to it and and that's why we have the show is so people can come on and share 
encounters and people can, I guess, uh, what, what's that famous, you're, you're not so alone? Uh, you talking yeah, about I the, mean, um, your I've never come across a story that was really super similar. Um, to me, the thing that stands out, maybe not the most, but it stands out a lot, is how my parents were, like, frozen, pretty much, and how loud that they were snoring. Like, that's very very prominent in my memory of not being able to wake them up and then literally feeling like they were like statue not going to move. Very strange to me. I don't know if anybody else has encountered anything like that about things being frozen or the people around them being frozen. Honestly, if anyone's going to come forward with something like that, it's probably going to be through the show because I've had people reach out to me uh, through the show that have said, Hey, I heard, uh, episode whatever what that guy saw i saw that too you know it's not it's not all just in this guy's head and so you know you never know someone might come forward next week two years from now that listen to this episode and say hey you know no this this exact thing happened to me just because you know you you might not have found anybody on reddit or wherever you post it you know you might not find somebody there that's had the experience but that doesn't mean that there, there isn't some people out there that have experienced the same thing What's crazy is um, yeah. we actually had a person on who said they had a portal appear in their room. You remember that? And they they kind of described a similar wavy effect. Um, I don't remember exactly so what sorry. happened during this. I can't I can't hear what you're saying. Ah, let me let me scoot over a little bit, and let me speak up. So we we had a person on. Um, I think it was a couple months ago. Who who said they had a portal appear in the room, like similar to what you say, uh, with the whole like wavy effect. I don't remember exactly what happened in his story, but it's it's to the likes of like it was where the TV was in his bedroom, and it even left like burn marks or some shit like that around that area to you know kind of reinforce that the this actually happened and I wasn't just you know having some weird dream. It almost was kind of like, like it was like a tear. You know what I mean? That's what he said it looked like, is that it looked like some type of weird disturbance, or I, I really don't know how else to describe it, but like he even struggled to really describe it. He was like, I don't know what this is. It, you know, and. Like it didn't really have like hard edges. It wasn't like, you know, like a square screen or anything like that. I remember it just being kind of like, like ambiguously shaped i don't know it was very weird yeah it's it's a really weird phenomenon let, let me ask you this question then what do you think aliens are where do they come from do you think that they're something from a you know another another galaxy or another solar system or do you think that there's some type of like interdimensional thing no that's a really interesting question um I kind of, I don't know. I really don't know. I kind of think that they are probably from space, considering, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. That's, I haven't really thought too much about that. I definitely believe in there being like parallel realities. And especially because I saw something that looked like it could have been a parallel reality because it didn't really look like it was the past or anything like that. I don't know. I think that it could they could be, you know, from a parallel reality. That's 
that seems plausible to me. Um, but then it, again, because the universe is so big, then you think that like there's got to be other kinds of life out there that are intelligent that are seeking, you know, information from other intelligent forms of life. Or I don't even know what they think of us. Maybe they think that we're stupid. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, like can you imagine it? Them they're looking down on us and being like, "Look at all these dumb apes. They they they're they're yeah, they're, you know." <laughs> One thing that actually it, it bothers me. I think, like, what did they want? Like, what did they do? Like, what? I don't even know. I don't remember how I got back to my parents' bedroom either. It's just, I don't know. It's like, what? What happened? In the name of science. Um, one In the thing. Name of science, yeah. One thing that <laughs> comes to mind is I was actually listening to a recent Joe Rogan podcast. He had a guest on and explained basically what black holes are. So. This is going to get into some weird territory, but to say that another race couldn't figure out how to open up portals and send it to wherever you were and have you come through, whatever happened, uh, to put mm -hmm. it in perspective, uh, there's, there's black holes, right? There's collapsed suns or dying suns, and their mass is so heavy that not even light can escape it. That's what a black hole is. And there, mm -hmm. there are very real things out there, such as that, that we as humans can't even fathom. And these are just natural things that happen. Who's to say that some some uh, species out there can't make some portal, like you know, pickle Rick? Well, another interesting thing is, is like you think about it, and humans can't even conceptualize numbers up until a point that's not even that large. So, you know. That's just something to think about, you know? Yeah, the, the whole multiverse theory is... Relevant. Yeah, no, the, the whole multiverse theory is so, so complex, and there's so many theories to how it all works, and, like, I explained on... When we had the guy with the portal on, is, like, how they think that, you know, portals or rifts happen, is there's called the, the puck theory, and basically what it is it's, like, imagining hockey pucks stacked on top of each other as each universe, and they're pulling towards each other, and every once in a while, they just slightly, ever so slightly cross over. And that's where you end up with these holes or whatever, these portals that he described. And, you know, this is all, all, just, all just theory, obviously. But, you know, that's one of the theories that is, that's out there. And then on top of that, who's to say there isn't a species that has technology where they can manipulate something like that? You know, I mean, when you really break down the universe and think about, like, what could be out there, we don't have the slightest idea what's really out there. And what these things could be capable of, you know. And and then you don't know what's known and what's being kept from everybody. Mm -hmm. It's another thing. But also, like I just thought about how you asked if it was something from space or a parallel dimension, and it's kind of like both, you know, because you know time goes around differently on every planet. Like they all have their own rotation, and time's moving in like a different way you know so it's kind of maybe both which is kind of like a meta answer but <laughs> so i'm gonna butcher this something to think about i'm gonna butcher this really bad i am not a scientist okay i i, I don't study sciences but basically um this man was explaining it like that there there is a world right where i am sitting here at this table and I see the car keys in front of me, and I move them to the left. But 
according to this law, the laws of this like specific science, there is also a world where the car keys are sitting in front of me and I move them to the right. And it is almost impossible that, you know, there isn't the two versions of what happens. The, the multiple dimensions. Um, that's, it's, not, it's not the best way to explain it. Again, I'm not the one who, who came up with this. And I couldn't quote him word for word, but it's, I'll find it and you'll see it. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, I know, like, The Matrix, I know, I don't know, something crazy to talk about, but, like, The Matrix, the movie kind of makes a good point about that. Like, the whole, like, and when I, going back to, like, the whole aliens being something from outer space and something from another parallel world, who's to say that that's not how they travel? What what's to say that they aren't you know, some um, species from another galaxy and how they travel is they have some type of technology that can open and they can shortcut through these portals or whatever whatever you know you want to wormholes that you want to call them, and so you know like I said we don't know what's out there we don't really there's so many theories about how a lot of this stuff works it's a real question. Yeah, definitely definitely interesting to think about but yeah i kind of think it's a, it's a little bit of a mixture with both of where they come from or you know they have the technology to be in multiple parallels at a time like they're multi-dimensional beings yeah that makes sense to me when when you really break it down and you because like on on our planet where we are what you experience sounds really really different like it's not it's not normal but when you when you break it down and you put it on a, a scale and compare it to the grand scheme of things, it's really not that out there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I mean, like the kind of to open up to the sort of juvenile nature of some of the details in my story, mm -hmm. I really do think that that time warp um, theory kind of holds up. Because they, yeah, I, I would understand that, like, they would kind of be able to tap into, you know, our psyche a little bit to see what would be the most um, kind of stand out to whoever they're, they're messing with or, you know, abducting or whatever they're doing. Yeah. So, so to comp it's very reasonable, I should say, first. It's very reasonable to think about it context of you know earth humans small small like location that's that's like small brain thinking you got to think big brain <laughs> and you got to think on the grand scheme of things and when you put it that way it's it makes a lot more sense yeah i agree with that well how you well how you feeling about all this now that you've kind of sat here and talked about it with us i mean i feel um, I was kind of nervous to talk about it, but I feel a little bit better about it now. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not something that I've ever shared publicly. Like, posting on Reddit was the first time that I ever decided to, you know, tell anybody about it that wasn't, like, my family. Most of my friends, I haven't even talked to about it, you know. Like, somebody that I was dating for, like, for a year and a half didn't even know. Until I was like, hey, I'm going to do this um, podcast thing about being abducted by aliens. And they were like, wait, what? <laughs> so, 
so. The, the, are they? Yeah. So, hold. <laughs> you just randomly drop a bomb on them, like, yeah, I, I'm doing a podcast about being abducted by aliens, and just leave it at that. Or is that? That's just how it yeah. went down. I mean, obviously, like I shared with them, like what the story was, but it wasn't something that I had ever brought up before. <laughs> oh, did did they take it well, or were they were they kind of like on the the realm of? No, they're like, how can you not tell me? Like, I fucking believe in aliens, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> cool. <laughs> good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I think a lot of people believe in aliens, especially younger people, because we're just like. You know, there's so much out there, and we're a little bit more open-minded than older people, I think. There's actually this video that I saw. It was like a, a news reporter in some city in back in like the 60s or the 50s, whenever black and white was like TV was the thing. I don't know when that was. And he would interview random, or ask a question to random passersby, and he would say, do you think we're alone out here? Like, are there aliens? And a lot of these people, they they would be like, no, they wouldn't even want to talk about it because like that that's just like crazy talk. And then there are other people out there that would come up and be like, well, you see that we're we're this lone planet in this in this solar system. The solar system is just one of many in in a galaxy, and this galaxy is one of many. Like, there's no possible way. It's just, I you're right. People nowadays are a bit more open minded about these kinds of things. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, I'm pretty comfortable with this if you are too, if you're ready to kind of wrap things up. Yeah, it's fine with me. Right on. Well, I'd love to thank you for coming on the show. That was a great talk, and I'm glad you shared your story. And hopefully some some of our viewers out there will relate to you in some way, and, and maybe they've had their experience, you know, validated now and, uh, you know, like those hikers you know that, they photograph something in that forest whatever it was that would mean a lot to me if i could validate someone else's experience because i've looked myself to validate my own experience you know so if i if anybody else had a similar event happen to them it'd be very interesting to talk to them 